When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Waking up Texas. It's informational. I learned a lot of things. Very informative. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen to it. Now on FM 1071. When you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Merrill Granola Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. Huh? They went from state to state convincing people that they put, allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. Yeah. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? You're so senile, you don't even know where you are. You... He didn't even know who the governor of Michigan was, although she's a great friend. She, I, I think she's my best friend. She could be the greatest friend I ever had. Oh, I don't know her name. All right, here it is. Uh-huh. Really important votes to yeah. keep things moving. And, of course, it's great to be with uh, my yeah. friend. Yeah, my friend. We become friends, an outstanding governor, one of the best governors in the United States of America, <laughs> and her lieutenant governor who uh, uh-huh. covers her in every way. What? Both in terms of physically and mentally <laughs> and every other way. Whoa, really? Okay. Well, at least he didn't call her that feller from down under. Hey, it's uh, 508. Good morning. Trey Ware here, KTSA. There's Elaine. There's Chris. There's Don. 210 555. El Presidente went over to Michigan yesterday. You got to vote for the bone pipe back better, but you got to vote for bone pipe better. <gasps> oh, okay, why? Because, because, because my grandpa put gallons of gasoline in the ground. That's why. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my my good friend, the best governor we've ever seen, my good friend, her her, her lieutenant governor's covering her up physically. <laughs> you guys who voted for this creepola, man. You, you, you. The Biden Communist Party is here. It's for real. 60,000, at least 60,000 Haitians are on their way. It depends on if you're counting the ones who are right there with them, who are another 27,000 or so. So, you know, anywhere between 60 and 90,000 are afoot headed toward the Texas border. All right, what you going to do, Joe? That's my question for the Biden commies. What you going to do? Well, we, we already know it's a foregone conclusion that since they have already pulled back on Border Patrol agents and they have left the border uncovered in a lot of regions, we already know what their plan is, and that's to let them come on completely in. But the reason I'm telling you about this, and I started telling you about it week before last, that they were on their way, is because it's going to be played like another surprise. Oh, we had no idea. Just like the Del Rio of a month ago, we had no idea all these people were coming out of a damn lie. They knew they were coming. And these folks are coming too, and it will be the largest surge of illegal immigration ever to hit the United States of America as the invasion continues. And the Biden commie will do nothing at all to stop it. They will aid them. Their agencies like 
Reyes and Catholic Charities already got the cash and they're ready to resettle these folks all over the country. A minimum of 20% of them will be carrying COVID. And COVID will be spread all around America along with the 60,000-plus Haitians who are on their way to invade the United States. The only difference between this and an actual like war invasion is ain't no guns on either side. Ain't nobody doing anything. If, um, if, if just say uh, Iran wanted to invade the United States, we wouldn't stop them. We would not stop them. If China wanted to invade the United States, we wouldn't stop them. We have other countries right now invading our country, invading the United States. And there's no effort whatsoever on our federal government, even though they raise their hand, every one of them raises their hands, and they swear to protect the Constitution and the sovereignty of our country, and not a one of them are protecting the sovereignty of the United States. The invasion continues and they got another 60,000-plus who are marching this direction to the United States and our borders, and they will be allowed to come on in, baby, doors open, we're going to feed you. Not, not only do we allow an invasion, but we aid and abet the invasion by feeding them and giving you health care and giving you a place to stay. The United States of America is being invaded as the communist revolution continues here. The Communist Democrat Party has been trying for decades to control your money. This, folks, is the biggest story that needs to be followed. There's a whole bunch of big stories, but this is one that really you, you need to be on top of this. Back in 2009, Obama said they needed more control over private bank accounts, and now the Biden communists are pushing the $600 reporting bill. Have you heard about this? All right. This is not the only time they have tried it, and it's not the only time they are going to try it. But basically the way it works is anytime you receive or send $600 and one penny, the feds know about it. They know about where the money came from. They know about where the money is going to go. Now, why? Why are they doing that? Well, the Biden position is you have no right to privacy from the federal government concerning your money. You have no right to privacy from the federal government's eyes concerning your money. Biden nominee is from the Soviet Union, and she wants to end banking as we know it and have all of your money at the Federal Reserve so the government can decide where, when, and on what you spend your money, honey. The Founding Fathers believed in citizen governance. The Biden communists are getting rid of citizen governance right now. And they believed that property equaled freedom. Your property was your cash, is your cash, or your, you know, real estate property or your car that you own without the bank or whatever. Now, the Biden communists believe in government ownership of everything, including your children, and that's why they are sending armed men to intimidate moms and dads and now calling moms and dads domestic terrorists. That's what they did yesterday. Remember yesterday I was telling you about this, uh, the, the uh, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland is sending the FBI to investigate moms and dads who go to school board meetings and stand up for their children. Well, now he called them something different yesterday. He called them domestic terrorists. If you show up now, if you show up at a school board meeting 
and you tell the school board that you don't appreciate critical race theory being taught to your children, which teaches that your white child is a racist just because he or she's born white. If you stand up and you say you don't appreciate that, or if you stand up at a school boarding and, uh, board meeting and you read from a porno book that's in your kid's library, as a mama here in Texas did a month ago, if you do that, you're, you're not just a concerned mom and dad. You're a domestic terrorist, according to the Justice Department and the FBI. Now, they did not cite one case at all when they did this. And the other question is, what has the Attorney General or the Department of Justice done about Chicago? Where it used to be weekends is when everybody would get shot in Chicago. Now it's every day. Dozens of people being shot in Chicago every day. What have they done? Not a thing. Not a thing. But moms and dads at school board meetings are domestic terrorists. How many BLM Antifa arsonists have they prosecuted? Not a one. But moms and dads showing up at school board meetings are domestic terrorists. I, I think you get what's going on here. They are announcing a partnership among federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial law enforcement to address threats against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. What are those threats? Well, they, didn't, they did not say anything about a specific threat. What they said is, as parents are going in and making their voices heard at school board meetings well they're domestic terrorists in fact the attorney general offered no statistical evidence about the rising threat of infuriated parents he made no mention of any arrests and he doesn't say whether a police department or state anywhere has asked the federal government's assistance in stopping these threats against public servants meanwhile our murder rate spiked last year 30 percent nationwide it's the largest one-year increase ever recorded and presumably a development that falls within the Justice Department's remit. He's choosing to focus attention on matters that he has deemed more important. In fact, the Attorney General hasn't sent any letters about a task force to address the fact that this year's homicide rate is going to surpass last year's homicide rate, which was up to the largest amount the country's ever seen. And the attorney general's not doing squat about that. But mom and dad showing up at a school board meeting where you are domestic terrorists. By the way, one more thing. It's quite all right to follow a senator into the bathroom, according to Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, and the president. In fact, the president says it's just part of the process. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's quite all right to follow a senator into the bathroom and record her while she's going to the bathroom. That's fine. That kind of harassment is fine. But if you're a mom and dad and you show up at a school board meeting to let them know what you think about what's being taught to your child in a school assembly that you are paying for, well, that makes you a domestic terrorist. The people in the bathroom filming Kirsten Cinema, they're fine. BLM lighting half the country on fire last summer, that's fine. Gangbangers killing innocent little children in Chicago every day, that's fine. But if you show up at school board meeting and you say, hey, I want you to yank that critical race theory out of my kid's school, you are a domestic terrorist. That's Biden's brand of communism in the United States 2020. John Rima. Get KTSA when you want it online at KTSA.com plus Facebook and Twitter. Stay connected. If you're vaccinated, 
and members of your family and you are within your household with people you know you want to try as best as you can if people are not vaccinated not to mix with people who you don't know what their status oh, is go away <laughs> you you know what you do you do you you if you i don't care if that person's vaccinated not vaccinated i don't care if they wear a full bubble wrap around their body or nothing at all i don't care you do what you want to do this is the united states of freaking america and you need to quit letting these communists like like anthony fauci try to rule and run your life okay we're gonna talk more about this but as i told you months ago when they first started talking about this whole trillions of dollars and, and by the way 210-599-5555 your uh, thoughts comments uh, always welcome here 210-599-5555 uh, i told you months ago that when they first started talking about this thing this build back better piece of crap and i told you that joe manchin is a guy that will give in and he has given in on many occasions so what what joe does is he likes to play this whole uh savior part and he, he's done this his entire political career and it makes the right kind of look at him and go yay this guy's good i really like this guy you know the right uh, they, they, we like this guy this joe manchin guy he's really good but at the last minute after he gets what he wants he he man he's a he's an expert at playing a game to get what he wants and after he gets what he wants he he caves well Yesterday, here's a quote from Mr. Joe Manchin, and you you can tell me if you think this looks like Cave. And of course, it's Cave, and he, he, this is what he does every time. Listen, I'm not ruling anything out. The bottom line is, I want to make sure that we're strategic, that we do the right job, and we don't basically add more to the concerns that we have right now. So now Joe Manchin is saying, "Oh, I'm wide open to spending above the 1.5 trillion." Wasn't it just two days ago he said 1.5 trillion was his ceiling? Well, now he's, no, 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 no. I'm good with over 1.5 trillion. I just want to make sure we're strategic, that there's some strategery. Hey, Sierra, you're on. Good morning. Morning. Um, I just got news about maybe 30 minutes ago, my mom will lose her job because she refuses the vaccination. Damn it. And she's dealing with a liver problem right now, and we found out about maybe a couple weeks ago that she's pretty sick, and now she'll lose her health insurance. <sighs> this is this is over the top. I, what do what do I do now? What do I do when we're going to lose everything? My mom is the only provider of my household, and this job she works for is now mandating this. I'm driving on a back road right now, crying my eyes out, praying to God that something happens and someone will stop this. This has gone too far. This is affecting people and their livelihoods, and that's exactly what they want. We need to stand up. I am more than pissed. I am more than pissed. My mom, my father died when I was eight years old. I'm only 30 years old. We're trying, we, we scrape by, but we're okay with scraping by. And now we have this dictator, fascist government dictating what my mom puts in her body, but it doesn't matter if you go and kill a baby. My point is that this is ridiculous, and it's more than ridiculous. We need to rise up and stand up. This has gone too far. It's affecting our pockets, and that's exactly what they wanted. That's why they wanted to do this. What um, do we do? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Sierra, thank you uh, for your call. You will be in, an, in not only my prayers, but you'll be in the prayers of everybody who's listening to us right now, and so will uh, your mama. Uh, I, all I can tell you about this and, and these mandates, uh, this is not about COVID protection. The mandates are not about COVID protection. Um, we know 
clearly know that these breakthrough cases are happening, what they call breakthrough cases. I say the vaccine's not a vaccine, okay? It's not there to keep you from getting COVID. So this is, uh, this is setting an all-new precedent. This is when you, when you hear me say, I know people think I'm this big conspiracy guy or whatever, but when you hear me say that there is a communist revolution happening in our country, these are the types of things that, that are, are feeding into it. That, that are all part of it. This sets a precedent. This is not about COVID. When they when they put these mandates out, uh, in fact, Southwest Airlines just did it yesterday. They have 54,000 employees. Their 54,000 employees will now have to be vaccinated because they have contracts with the federal government. And I told you that weeks ago when Joe Biden put this into effect, that anybody who's got a contract with the federal government will have to have their employees vaccinated. Now, why? Why are they doing this? It's not about COVID protection. It's not about that at all. This is about setting a precedent for what's next and what's after that and what's after that. Okay? When you're talking about communism, you're talking about the total control of the person. I'll say it again. I just said it 20 minutes ago. Our founding fathers believed in citizen governance. The Biden communists believe in control, total control, to the point where you can't decide what happens to you and your life. It's total control. It's not citizen governance anymore. They're in control of your life. This isn't about COVID. This is about protect this this is about moving forward with an all new precedent that they will order you to do whatever they tell you to do with your own body. Or, like Sierra, you go without health insurance in a very sick situation. And I mean sick in every sense of the word. I do mean illness, but I also mean mental. This is a mental illness that these people have in Washington they're doing to the American people right now. And I do believe, and I'm going to say this, I do believe they're trying to get a very public reaction on all this. They're pushing the American people, and they're trying to push you all the way to the brink. Alex, go ahead. You're on. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I was in education for 29 years, and when you'd go to the school board meetings, there was hardly a parent there now they're showing up in droves and speaking back for their children thank the lord for that but you're going to start to see a lot of these parents pulling their kids out of school no money for the well you have to and and alex we got a bad connection so i gotta let you go thank you as always for your call uh we have to yeah that's your option and, and, and that's a necessity at this point find a way to educate your child out of public schools Andrew, go ahead. You're on. Uh, question. I just, you know, there, you know how they're protesting at all these people's houses and everything, and they, you know, what BLM did in the streets, uh, pretty much frightened our representatives and everything into having their way. Why don't we play their game? Just not the, of course, burning cities down and stuff like that. Protest you, loud, be vocal, be public. Well, you have to. You have to follow the law. You have to be nonviolent, but you have to step up. And you have to step out, and you have to let them know they are trying. They are using. I got a break. 
They are using the FBI to intimidate moms and dads now who are doing nothing more. They're not violence. There have been no news stories of violence. None. At public school meetings. BLM burned down half of America last year. Antifa and their arsonists burned down half of America last year. And Merrick Garland and the Democrats did squat. Nothing. Nothing. And they're not doing anything about it. But moms and dads show up at a school board meeting and, oh, my God, you are a domestic terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. Meanwhile, Sierra's mama is losing her job and her health insurance, and she has an illness that needs that health insurance. But the Joe Biden commies don't care. They're getting what they want out of this, and that's ultimate control over every aspect of your life and the destruction of citizen governance in the United States. Living in your own private Idaho. Who would have thought that Idaho would be in the news today? But they are. <laughs> Good morning, it's 538-550-KTSA, FM 1071, and the uh, Trayware page at KTSA.com. So uh, the governor uh, from Idaho uh, leaves the state, right? Uh, That's Governor Brad Little, and and he's visiting Texas and, you know, a little bit of this and a a little bit of that. I don't know why. I I guess he has big plans. But why? (laughs) So he's got all this COVID stuff locked down on people the control stuff you know from the biden commies he's got them all locked down and stuff in in idaho right so while he's out of the state the lieutenant governor janice mckeechan says we ain't doing that stuff (laughs) and she lifts all of the covid restrictions on idahoans while the governor's out of the state (laughs) That's cool. Uh, you know, it's like <clears throat> I rescind uh, I, I rescinded all this stuff that he's got you doing. And she said, uh, I will continue to fight for your individual liberty. This is what you need. This is what we got to have. That telephone call, we got the last half hour. If you just woke up at 530, we got a telephone call from a young lady in the last half hour whose mama is being forced to take the jab or lose her job, and her mom has health issues that prevent her from taking the jab. But the company says, we don't care. you got to take the jab or you're fired and lose your health insurance, which means she is providing for her family and providing not only cash for her family, but also health benefits for her family, and all that's going to be wiped out. And Elaine and I were just having a spirited discussion Uh, during the newscast about it all and my position is this is not about covid and this is not about a covid vaccine this is about ultimate control of you and every decision that you make this is a precedent setting move how because you think that after this is over with they're going to rescind all of this and not try to tell you the next thing to do and the next thing to do and the next thing you got to do or get fired and the next thing you got to do or get fired Of course they're going to. That's exactly what they're going to do. That's exactly how how communist works. Again, (laughs) a communist revolution is happening in America right now. It's a bloodless revolution, but a communist revolution is happening in America right now. Where, in fact, we have citizen governance in America, 
But even now, the people who run the country are not even paying attention to the citizen citizens who are being governed anymore. Joe Biden said yesterday that in order to raise the debt ceiling and drive us from right now currently $27 trillion in debt, I'm letting that number sink in. $27 trillion in debt. Allowing it to go to somewhere around $50 trillion or beyond in debt. Joe Biden said yesterday, well, we'll just exercise the nuclear option and we'll do it without Republicans. So that's exactly what they plan on doing so they're not paying any attention to the american people anymore or to the opposition party and if you're an opposition voice they're sending the fbi after you in america folks in america this is not cuba this is not the soviet union this is not venezuela this is america that this is happening it's actual real stuff that's happening hey monty go ahead you're on well, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Remember a couple of months ago when all, all your, when not all, but some of your listeners would call in and say how they hated Trump? Well, where are these people at saying that this mandate is a vaccine mandates are a good idea? This trillion, multi trillion dollar deficit is a good deal. Where are they at? Don't know. Uh, every one of them have gone under, underwater. I don't know. Uh, in fact, uh, the Vichy Republicans that I criticized during the election who stood up and said, well, we got to get rid of Trump because of those tweets. Those tweets are so mean. You know, oh, my they're God. They're so mean. And they're, they're gone. Those, those guys are gone, which means they're cowards. And they were cowards then when they voted for Biden. And they're cowards today because they're hiding their head. In the, they're sticking their head in the stand while our country is being stolen from us by a communist revolution that's happening here. Totally agree. It's a very scary situation. 53 years old, never even seen anything like this before. Nah. And we still have two and a half years left of it. Because it's never happened. It's The reason you've never seen it, Monty, it's never happened. But they are pushing it. As, it, it this has been a gradual creep thing since the 1950s. They've just creeped and creeped and creeped and creeped along, taking over the institutions like the schools, the churches. You know, so many of the churches, the institutionalized churches in America are now run by communists. Uh, you know, they've, they've taken, taken over the media. They're now run by communists and so on and so forth. That's just been a s- slow progression over time. It, it's like the frog in the kettle. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Well, now they realize they didn't, they didn't see a Donald Trump coming. And so when that happened, the last four years scared snot out of them, and they're not going to let another Donald Trump come in. They're not going to let Ron DeSantis come in, right? They're not going to let that happen again. So they are going to push, and they're going to push hard. I'll give you an idea. Yesterday, you had this Facebook whistleblower appear. You remember a couple of days ago, I talked a lot about her. We broke down the 60 Minutes tape and played her comments that she had on 60 Minutes about Facebook and how it's, you know, destroying society and all that. And Facebook knows this and they're doing all that stuff that she said. Well, she testified before Congress about this yesterday. But remember, I warned you, she's on the same page as Facebook, right? She's... (laughs) Although she sounds like she's opposing Facebook, she's working with Facebook in conjunction with Facebook. How so? Well, she's, you know, she's a far leftist, and what she wants is government control over the Internet, total government control over the Internet, something that they have been pushing for, for that the leftists have been pushing for for a long time. If you remember, 
It was Barack Obama who said it's a public utility and we can regulate it, just like we can electric companies and so on and so forth, because the Internet is a public utility. If they can regulate it, they can regulate the content. If they can regulate the content, then political opposition cannot be seen there. They do it in China, as an example. In China, the Chinese block out whatever is political opposition. They don't allow it to be shown in their country. Well, yesterday in her testimony, um, it, it was pretty much like Facebook agreed with her. So when she was saying what we need is more government, you know, we need more government control over the Internet, we need more government control over the Internet, how did Facebook respond to that? Facebook said this. It's been 25 years since the rules for the Internet have been updated, and instead of expecting the industry to make societal decisions that belong to the legislators, it is time for Congress to act. So she's working in conjunction with Facebook to bring around to bring about more government intrusion into the Internet for more control. They're saying the same thing. It appears in public like they're coming, you know, they're, they're from opposite ends of this. They're not. They're saying the exact same thing, and they want the exact same result, which is government control of the Internet. And with government control of the Internet comes government control of what is seen on the Internet, which means no political opposition. Before the election, conservatives were destroyed from posting on Facebook or Twitter. Remember? You couldn't you, you could not post on Facebook or Twitter. They took it right down. A conservative. Democrats did, the leftists did, etc. But if you were a conservative, you couldn't post anything that was political. They just took it right off, threw you in Facebook jail, etc. That happened before the election. Well, what they're attempting to do is appeal to Congress to make that permanent and take it off of them where they don't have to say, we're doing it. They said that in their statement. We're having to do what Congress should do, and that's mandate through law that conservatives cannot post what they want to post on the Internet. That's, that's what they're doing, and that's how this is playing out right now. So, yes, there's a lot of this stuff that's going on right now. And in their budget, they want to give $80 billion to illegal aliens. I will explain. Yeah, the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Right. A year. One year. We'll talk about that in a second. Hey, TJ, you're on. Morning, TJ. Hey, you made it. Good morning, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Go for it. Oh, good. You made a comment earlier, and I'd like for you to expand on it, because you said that they, now we're talking the socialist regime, the, the group that's pushing us, mm-hmm. they are pushing us to a reaction. They're pushing us into a corner. What is that that you think they're pushing us toward? They, they're, trying to push, they're trying to push every button that they can find on people. They, they want people to lash out so they can arrest people and do things that that they that they want to do i i fully believe that they are trying to elicit a response from people that's why they call moms and dads domestic terrorists now they're trying to elicit a response it's clear you don't believe that no i know what they're pushing us towards remember gandhi how he changed his country sure he called it non-violent non-compliance yeah in other words they stopped showing up for work they stopped buying they stop good idea they basically <laughs> how do we start that yeah because yeah. that is a non-violent way to show them who we are in charge and i'd like for you if you can 
expand on that. Let's let's go in that direction. Well, I I believe in nonviolence. I, I say it every time we talk about this nonviolence. But they that's that's I mean it's clear to me anyway. In my opinion, they're trying to elicit a different response from the American people. They keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and whenever it's not enough and not enough and not enough, not enough, not enough they just keep pushing the American people. That's what they're doing, and th- I think they're trying to elicit a different kind of response. But I, I think they would be, you know, particularly this 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 thing going after moms and dads going to to school boards. I, I look, I think Biden would welcome some sort of 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 movement there. Because that would give them the opportunity to, boom, smash. This is how it's always played out, TJ. By the way, if you look at revolutions that have gone on in the past, you know, the government pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes until there's a reaction from the people, and then they just crash down on top of them. So uh, I'm a student of history. I've seen this over and over again. And I, I preach every day. And I pray every day that we remain safe and we remain calm and go to the school board meetings and speak out and go to these different activities and speak out and use your voice and nothing else. But it's it's getting interesting. One year ago, Eddie Van Halen died. It's been a whole year. It seemed like 15 minutes ago that you and I, Don, were talking about the passing of Eddie Van Halen. It's been a year, man. It's been a quick year. <laughs> Where did time go? I don't know. <sighs> Man. Well, anyway, yeah, it's been a year since he's been gone. Right. And uh, it just it, it's another one of those reminders how time just is compressing and speeding up. It's going yeah. faster and faster. It sure does. Yeah. sure does. I, if anything that has come of this, it's the, the appreciation I have for his son's music. Yeah. Uh, Wolfgang, who put out an album earlier this year. And it's really good. He plays every instrument on there. I saw that. You know, kind of like what Prince used to do back yeah. in the day, you know. And uh, cuz when I first listened to it I'm like, wow, I don't know who's playing drums on this this track, but then I look I'm like, oh, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> Bass. Bass. All of it. Guitar, you know, vocals, all e- of it's him. Everything. You know? One man wrecking crew. And he said he didn't want to be his dad, you know. No, and it, I get that walking in the, the footsteps of a very famous father. That's right. you want to break out, man. It, it's funny because he'll on a social media presence People will chastise him for not playing his dad's music at his shows. Yeah. And he's like, why would I? It's already been done. Right. And it got to the point where he kind of mocks these people who give them who give him a hard time. And it's fun to watch, actually, how he just kind of dissects them a little bit. His dad's music is available. Yeah. You've got you it. Listen you can to listen to it anytime you want you know, to. I mean, why would you want to hear a cover band? Right. I am, I am me. I am yeah. who I am. You know, that's uh, Lucas Nelson. That's what really how he broke away. Yeah. Because when he first started, he sounded just like Willie. Yeah. Everything he did was just like right. Willie. His well, guitar work, the voice, and everything. And then he finally went, no, that's not a good idea. That happens, though. It like does. Hank Williams Jr., same thing. You know, Julian Lennon, who right. c- couldn't help but look or sound like his father. Right. Know, Until they found their own voice yeah. and went in that direction. Right. Hank Jr., he's got a little Hank Sr. in there in a rebellious style, but his style is totally different. In fact, that's what family tradition is all about. Right. The song is like, all about that. It's like Hank Sr. cranked up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Exactly. All right, so quick break for the top of the hour news. More on the other side, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. And that's exactly what they want. We need to stand up. That is caller Sierra. Called the show last hour. Her mom is one of those who is losing her job 
because she can't take the vaccination. But the company is saying you have to take the vaccination or you're fired because the company that she works for has federal contracts. And so if if she doesn't take the vaccination, which she can't because of a liver issue, then she loses her job and her health insurance, which is basically keeping her alive right now because of her liver issue. And she's the sole provider for the family. She learned about this yesterday afternoon. Take the, the vaccine or you're out. Now, Southwest Airlines announced it yesterday. 54,000 Southwest employees. As Southwest now joins every major airline except for Delta, Delta does not require the jab. Well, they do require the jab, but they're not firing you if you don't get the jab. At Delta, what they're doing is they are uh, charging you an extra $200 a month if you don't get the jab. You know, it's basically a fine. They're fining you $200 a month for not getting the jab over at Delta. The rest of them, you have to get it. Now, why did Southwest give in? Well, because Southwest has federal government uh, contracts, including flying the military and emergencies and carrying mail for the U.S. Postal Service. But I'll say this one more time. Now, I'm going to say it a million times because people need to wake up. This is not about COVID, okay? It's not about uh, whether or not you're vaccinated. This is a precedent-setting move by the communist revolution- revolutionaries in this country who are taking over this country to force you to mind to do what they say. And they're not using the edge of a spear or a rifle like they've done in Cuba and in the Soviet Union and in Mao's China and all. They're not doing that. What they're doing is they're using your job. You want to starve? You want your little kids to go hungry? Well, if you don't want them to go hungry, if you don't want to starve, then you'll go get this. You'll you'll do what we tell you to do. But it's beyond just what we tell you to do as far as the jab and COVID. Folks, COVID is the excuse that they are using. COVID is is a mere excuse. The vaccine is a mere excuse to set a precedent that they will in the future say, okay, it worked on this. Now we're going to tell you to do this. Now we're going to tell you to do that. Now this, that, and the other. Why else would they want uh, the Wall Street Journal story yesterday? And I brought this up months ago when they first started to talk about it in the bill, in this $3.5 trillion bill. Why else would they want to see what's happening in your bank account? And basically Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary for Joe Biden yesterday and the communist regime, says you don't have privacy in your banking. That we can see, we have a right, as the federal government, we have a right to see whatever's happening in your bank account. Is is she correct in that? No, she's not correct in that. But if you believe that they that they should be able to do this, then I want to hear from you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. One penny over $600 coming in or going out of your bank account, and the, the IRS is going to send somebody with a badge and a gun to say, what are you? where's that money going? Where's that money coming from? What are you doing with that money? Is it government approved? Do we approve? Does the government approve of what we're what you're doing with more than six hundred dollars, or where you're getting the six hundred dollars? Have we approved that? Have we approved that? And yesterday, Janet Yellen said, "You don't have any privacy when it comes to your bank account. Not from our eyes, you don't. We can see whatever we want to see whenever we want to see it." 
Now, the next step in that, folks, is approval, government approval. Why else would they want to see $600 in one penny? That's to approve of where you're getting your money or what you're spending your money on. Is that government approved? Have we told you it's okay? Have we said it's all right to spend your money on that? In a communist regime, they tell you what you can spend your money on and when you can spend it. The Soviet Union, you got on a list to buy a car, and you sat there on that list, and you waited, and you waited, and you waited, and you waited until the government said, here's your government-manufactured car, (laughs) and now give us money. That's how it works. And that's the road we're on. Seriously, it's here. Sylvester, go ahead. You're on. Yeah, just to reiterate what they, what you're saying about the, the, the using the COVID as an excuse to sure. take away your rights. Sure. Well, you know what? I mean, it's, the way things is, well, I've been watching on the television, you know, they're really pushing this climate thing, you know. Next thing you know, you're going to have to do all kinds of weird, weird stuff to your vehicle. And then if you can't do that, well, then you're stuck like Chuck. But that's all i got to say. Sure. It's, it's whacked whacked out that's sure. all thanks man appreciate it yeah absolutely right they're in this 3.5 trillion dollar deal it's more like 8 trillion there's all kinds of incentives to buy electric vehicles and if you notice the price of oil today okay well get ready because you're about to go to gas pump and you're about to see what the price of oil did today and that's engineered too because it's disincentivizing you from buying a gas vehicle and they're going to incentivize you to buy an electric vehicle in this 3.5 trillion dollar mess john go ahead you're on god bless sierra and her family um people asking what can they do here's one suggestion i'll throw out there all the truckers and all the farmers get your equipment throw up a blockade around washington dc make them bring in everything by sea and air and maybe we'll get their attention that way all right john appreciate the call brad go ahead you're on ktsa trey this uh janet yellen proposal about six hundred dollars mm-hmm. the only thing i can say about that is if they go forward with that and i'm hoping it won't get enacted or authorized but they better be prepared to show me a long perp line of uh adult peddlers child pornographers child sex traffickers, all these people that they caught because they regulated where they got this or that amount of money. But the thing that really irks me is if they enact that, it ain't going to be temporary. There won't be a temporary, oh, well, we've solved that problem. We can release. No, it's all no permanent. Monitor where your ATMs go. It's all It'll be permanent. Brad, hang on a minute, because this is, this is, they've been working on this for years. If you remember in 2009, Barack Obama said the exact same thing in 2009. And it was stalled at that point. But they've been trying to do this for a very long time. This is decades old, this this move to control your money in and out of your account. They started at 10000 They said it was drugs, right? Oh, well, you must be buying drugs if you got $10,000 out of your account. What does it matter? You know, it's, it's the buying of the drugs that's illegal, not the taking of the $10,000 out of my account. If you're fortunate enough to have $10,000 in your account, that's your business. What you do with it, unless you take it out and break the law. But it's the breaking of the law that's the issue. It's not taking it out of the account. Well, now they're lowering the 10000 down to 600 And pretty soon it's going to be zero. And they say, they, they are saying they have a right, the federal government has a right to know what you are doing with your money. Anybody agree with that? Do you agree the federal government has a right to know what you're doing with your money? Now, our founding fathers believed in citizen governance, and they believed that private property 
was your freedom. That freedom equaled private property. Private property equaled freedom. That's what they believed. I hope, you, I hope all you guys have read these guys in the Federalist Papers and everywhere else. It's really critical and important right now that we know these things. Now, when we talk about private property, sure, landowners, absolutely. But it also meant to cash. Not all of them were landowners. It meant cash. It meant hard-earned dollars. That represented freedom. If they control your hard-earned dollars, either through confiscatory taxes or this new plan to monitor everything you're doing with $600, if they control it, well, they're controlling you. (laughs) They control your freedom at that point. If they're telling you what you can buy, when you can buy it, where you can buy it, if that's what they're doing, and the only reason they'd want to monitor $600 in your account is so they can do that, then that's your freedom. It's yours. You go do with it what you want as long as you're not, you know, buying guns and killing people with it. As long as you're not, you know, uh, buying drugs, bringing drugs across the border. As long as you're not violating the obvious laws of the country. You can do what you want to with it. It's your money. And, yes, you have privacy rights. Now, really, if I'm in the banking business and I've got really close friends in the banking business, I'd be really concerned right now because going to be a run on the banks. If they get this done, I can only imagine what's going to happen with people taking their money out. I can only imagine. <sighs> wow. Uh, John, go ahead. You're on. Morning, Trey. So it, are they going to monitor Joe Biden or Hunter Biden when he has to pay off something to keep something quiet? If he takes $100,000 out of his account for payoff, is this only going to apply to the poor people or the working class people and the rich will be exempt from taking over $600 out of their account and being monitored? Well, let well, me ask you a question, John. What are they doing with masks right now? How many times have I told you that the elites are exempted from the mask orders, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. You got it. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. I want to tell you about my friend Martin Bamba over at Window World and beautiful windows for your home. Regardless of the size of your home, there's no job too big or too small for your friends over at Window World. Window World is the best in Texas when it comes to replacement windows for your home. Windows that look fantastic. Windows that have the highest energy rating of any window on the market. And these windows come with the best, lowest prices anywhere. Bottom line is, it's volume selling. He sells a ton of these windows. And because he sells so many of them, he's able to hold the prices down. And I know this for a fact because I bought a house full from him earlier this year. We love them. They look fantastic. I've already noticed the energy difference with them. I just love these windows. The colors are so beautiful. You can choose various colors. In fact, that's almost endless. And the great people that are going to talk with you over at Window World are going to walk you through the process so easily. No high pressure, no arm twisting. You make your own decision. It's your house. You decide what you want to do with it. They're just going to be there with the best windows. That's windowworldtx.com. Get a free in-home estimate right away. windowworldtx.com. windowworldtx.com. KTSA AccuWeather, it's very simple, man. Warm, plenty of sunshine, and low humidity all week with highs right around 90. Right now, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. It's one of the rare issues around here on which there seems to be bipartisan agreement, and that is the big tech companies have way too much power, way too much influence. 
right, 622, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. You want to jump in here with your thoughts and comments, 210-599-5555. Chris, you're going to love this story. Forbes magazine this morning, story by Thomas Brewster. Thomas Brewster, Forbes magazine. Exclusive, government secretly orders Google to identify anyone who searched a sexual assault victim's name, address, and telephone number. The U.S. government is secretly ordering Google to provide data on anyone typing in certain... I'm, I'm going to get to that, Elaine. I'll explain. The U.S. government is secretly ordering Google to provide data on anyone typing in certain search terms. An accidentally unsealed court document now shows. These are what's called keyword warrants. And they threaten to implicate innocent web users in serious crimes, and they're more common than previously thought. So how did this come about? Well, the federal government accidentally published one of these keyword warrants. And they revealed the victim's name, her Facebook profile, which is now no longer accessible, her phone number and address, and a potential breach of her privacy. She's a minor. The government has now resealed the document, though only after they were alerted by Forbes. Forbes is the one who found it. But now, after doing some more digging, they have found out that this is more common than what was thought before. The Wisconsin case that they are talking about here was supposed to have remained secret. The warrant only came to light because it was accidentally unsealed by the Justice Department in September. This was a case from 2019 in Wisconsin. The federal authorities were hunting men that they believed had participated in the trafficking and sexual abuse of a minor. And in an attempt to chase down the perpetrators in this case, investigators then went to Google and asked that Google provide information on anyone who had searched the victim's name, two spellings of her mother's name, and her address. So if you heard of the case, and you follow, Elaine, you follow true crime, and you went to Google and you typed a girl's name in, well, the federal government now knows that you searched for that girl's name. It's called a keyword warrant. And they go to Google, and they issue these warrants in a violation of the Fourth Amendment, by the way. They issue these warrants and say, tell us everybody who's looked for this person's name because probably the killer or the rapist or whatever has looked for the girl's name. Even if you're just somebody who's interested. Well, here's another case they did it, R. Kelly. Anybody ever heard of R. Kelly? It's getting hot in here. Well, you know his mess, right? Well, the government's racketeering case has been going on. A Minnesota judge signed off on a warrant to have Google provide information on anybody who searched the fraud victim's name and R. Kelly's name. How many people look up R. Kelly? Well, now you, you could be a suspect just for looking up the name. Obviously, the search order terms and orders are effectively fishing expeditions. What they want to do is ensnare the possible suspects whose identities the government does not know. It is sort of like, or really kind of like, the geofence warrants, where investigators ask Google to provide information on anybody within a location of a crime scene within a certain amount of time. Do you know they're doing that, too? So 
if there's a crime like right across the street from you, they they get Google to provide the information of anybody that's within that area. You you might just be there by I don't know having lunch, but they're going to look at you to see if you're a suspect in the case. It's all about trawling through a Google search history database. It enables police to identify people merely based on what they might have been thinking about, typing it in. Did, did, did anybody look up the name Gabby Petito in the last couple of months? Anybody Google that? Did anybody Google Brian Laundry in the past couple of months? This is what they're doing. Um, in, in the Wisconsin case of 2019, <clears throat> the government was hoping that Google could provide cookie IDs belonging to any users who made searches. The cookie IDs are identifiers that are used to group together all searches conducted from a given machine for a certain time period. And such information allows investigators then to ascertain, even when the user is not logged into a Google account, whether the same individual may have conducted multiple pertinent searches. That's according to the government. That's what the government wrote. There's another disturbing aspect to that search warrant. They have published the kidnapping video uh, uh, victims' names in a number of cases now and put that stuff out there. So, bottom line is, according to Forbes this morning, an article by Thomas Brewster, when there's a crime that goes on, the government now goes to Google and says, hey, anybody who searched that name, you know, the, 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 the victim's name or wants some information about it, we want to know who that is so that we can see if there's maybe somebody who is who was the perpetrator of the crime who is now going back and looking it up on Google. And the same thing is true of location, location IDs. They call it geofencing, where they go to Google and say, tell us everybody was in the location of this shooting. We want to know everybody who was there. So there you go. It's going on. All right, 628 now, KTSA, Amogee Bank. Great bank, great bankers at Amogee Bank. That equals the best in customer service at Amogee Bank for any and all of your banking needs. From the beginning to the end, whether you are looking for a private banker for your stuff, for your family, they can uh, certainly fulfill everything that you need done uh, as far as protecting your money and helping your money grow and giving you great advice, you know, providing bank cards, uh, doing all that. They, they have all that for you at Amogee Bank. And in family-run businesses, I talk a lot about that with Amogee because this is really important stuff that they do. They have great family business bankers there at Amogee Bank who will help you in your greatest time of need when you're struggling, that you're trying to do everything you can to make a success out of your family-run business. And, and you've got to make your widgets. You know, you've got to get that stuff sold. You've got a lot of other things that are screaming for your attention. So what you need is a great help in your bank, and that's exactly what Amogee is. These business bankers can help you understand the marketplace, can help you what's going on in your industry to understand what's happening in your industry. They can help the family work on the same page to avoid all that family conflict that can come along with being in business together. They do so much, so much. And, of course, they provide the funding that your family business needs as well. That's Amogee N.A., Member FDIC. Best governors in the United States of America. Say her name. And her lieutenant governor who uh, covers her in every way, both in terms of physically and mentally what? and every other way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, 637 Trey Ware, KTSA. 
John Hayward for Breitbart.com. My good friend, you know, uh, that, that fellow from down under, uh, <laughs> who has a lieutenant governor. He covers her in every single way, John, physically, mentally. I mean, he's got her covered every way, coming and going. <laughs> you know what I love about this this kind of quote, besides you know the obvious mental incapacity, it's still amazing that we have someone in, in this shape that's in the White House. But Joe Biden, in a lot of ways, is just perfect for this moment in time. He's a mediocre man in a country that is now celebrating and venerating mediocrity and, and aims for nothing better. And he proves, you know, he's living proof every day that this bloated, incompetent, money-hungry government is running entirely on autopilot. Nobody has any ideas. Nobody has any innovations. Nobody can answer any questions. They sure as hell can't justify the things they're doing. All they can do is mouth empty boilerplate rhetoric. That's what he's doing. He's just babbling about how he's a fine governor and a fine lieutenant governor. He has no idea what he's talking about, but neither do any of them. He's just more honest that he doesn't really remember who he's talking about. Nobody in this government knows what they're talking about. All they do is mouth boilerplate and canned responses and standard rhetoric while they dig their hands deeper into your wallets and tell you that they need another trillion, two trillion, three trillion of your money to achieve their bold vision. But, but all they ever deliver is failure. Well, look, it's, it's a communist revolution. That's what's happening in our country. The commie, communists are on the move to take over the United States of America to restrict our freedoms. They want to see every time you either receive 600 bucks or write a check for 600 bucks. So that, the, you know, obviously the only reason they'd ever want that is so they can control it. Then yesterday, Merrick Garland, the AG, says, well, all these domestic terrorists out there, moms and dads who are showing up at school board meetings, we must send out the gendarmes to make sure they're not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. You know, we must arrest them. So the FBI is now going to investigate moms and dads as domestic terrorists. While he did not provide even one instance of violence, not even one, he didn't provide one instance where a local police force has asked for federales to come in and help. He has yet to prosecute one BLM or Antifa arsonist who burned half the country down last year. He is not addressing the increasing, exploding uh, murder rate across the United States of America, but moms and dads, now they are the domestic terrorists. Yeah, that that is amazing, and and it's amazing to watch people defend it. If you check online, you know, you you check out your lefties on social media. They're all just internalizing this witlessly, thoughtlessly, without a second. Well, of course, obviously, well these these parents must be dangerous. They're terrorists. Well, there's been violent threats against teachers, and then you say name one, and they just mutter and fall silent and disappear. They have no idea. They don't know what's actually happening. They only know what they're being programmed to know by the administration and by its media allies. And the idea that that American parents concerned about their children's education are dangerous, violent criminals, while dangerous, actual dangerous, violent criminals are being sprung from jail and allowed to run amok and rack up a murder rate and burn down cities. It, it is. It's just incredible. It does feel like we're in the middle of a revolution and the, the violent, dangerous revolutionaries have seized control of everything. And now they're telling you they're going to be sending the secret police out to get you if, you if you make too much of a nuisance of yourself. This is all part of this great reset idea that authoritarianism will now be the core operating system of the U.S. government. And here you're being explicitly told that your betters, your superiors, the political class, the ruling elite, they own your children. They will decide what they should learn. They will decide what ideology they should be taught. And if you interfere, you will be treated as a dangerous radical and possibly jailed or even harmed accordingly. Well, they, you know, they have to stamp out any and all political opposition. You know, that's what uh, communist revolutionaries do. You cannot be an op- opposition to anything that they say and how you're going to live your life. I, I try to explain this 
these 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 COVID uh, shot mandates. They're not about COVID shots. They don't care uh, one thing about COVID shots. The federal government doesn't. This is setting a precedent for the next thing they're going to tell you, and the next thing they're going to tell you, and the next thing they're going to tell you how how you're going to run your life. I want to talk about the budget thing for just a second as well, uh, John, because this is uh, amazing. I I've always said that Joe Manchin. Uh, plays the game better than anybody that I've seen in, in quite a long time. And I mean the political game where he acts like he holds the linchpin and I'm the guy and I'm in charge until he gets everything he wants and he caves uh, and just gives in. Well, I mean, you know, yesterday was clear. He had been saying 1.5 is my ceiling, 1.5 is my ceiling, you know, which is a ridiculous ceiling anyway. But now he says, no, I'm not ruling anything out. We can go beyond 1.5. Bottom line is I just want to make sure that we are strategic. While in this plan, they want to give $80 billion in child tax credits to illegal aliens residing in the United States of America. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, this is incredible that, that after what the pandemic did to us, when we so desperately need to have the, the American people getting their money back, getting their freedom back, being allowed to innovate, to create, to rebuild their businesses. Instead, we're going to have this parasitic leech government, the government that brought you Afghanistan, the government that brought you the coronavirus debacle and, and any other million string of debacles you could name that, that cost an incredible amount of money. They're going to take more money. They're going to be in charge of more stuff. And the only thing standing between you and this massive cash grab by this, this militant state is this one guy who's just looking to cut a deal. I mean, that that's where you were left after the last election. It's a hideously perilous place to be. And it's ridiculous to see like huge sums of money being spent on illegal aliens. That's nuts. What we need to be doing is rebuilding our country after the pandemic. That's the only thing anybody should be thinking about right now. And you don't do it by giving trillions of dollars to the people that are incapable of building a bridge, never mind creating national infrastructure. Another 60,000 plus are headed to our border and the question that needs to be asked the Biden administration what are you going to do to stop them but we know that they're not going to stop them they're going to invite them to come in with the COVID as as they continue to fundamentally completely change the United States of America look who they are importing okay and 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 you'll see what our country is going to be in just a few short years it doesn't take long to transform an entire country and an entire society based on who you are welcoming in. Oh, and that's immigration in, in the real sense of the term involves assimilation. When you allow people to immigrate, they're becoming Americans. And that means you keep a, con- a controlled number. You vet them carefully. You know exactly who they are. They go through a process to get here. And you bring them in in numbers that your society can manage, that you can assimilate them and make them into Americans. This is anything but that. This is an invasion with no expectation of assimilation. And indeed, when these people get here, if they try to assimilate, you know, if, if, if they say, gee, maybe I will try to just be an American, what are they going to get a face full of garbage from this politicized education system from the media from the democratic party they're going to be told don't assimilate this country stinks america's horrible you're here to take it over you're here to make it better you're better than the people that are already here there's there's no pressure whatsoever on them to assimilate in any way and there is no happy ending here i mean this is not going to end well for anybody involved Mm. john hayward breitbart.com the author of dr zero year one every wednesday this time on ktsa thank you john we'll talk next week Thanks very much for having me. I'll tell you about our friends over at Stevens Roofing. Over your head, the roof over your head is so important to your home and the stable uh, you know, nature of your home. Uh, a leaky roof can bring down your home over time. And you know, it doesn't take a gigantic leak. It doesn't take something that's noticeable to, to cause you know tens of thousands of dollars in damage to your home. It can be a, a little leak that's happening in the attic or in a wall. 
You don't see it. You don't notice it until you have tons of dollars in damage done to your home. It can happen to you. I've known people that that's happened to, and they didn't notice it until, well, until it was too late and it cost them a bunch of money. Well, you don't want that to happen. So you want to call Stevens Roofing, your local roofing contractor, who is here for one thing and one thing only has to take care of your family. And when it comes to taking care of your family, that's what Stevens is dedicated to doing. They're real professionals. They are family-owned. They are reputable. They're reliable. They've always been your local roofer and always will be. I want you to call them and get your free roof inspection. Just let them take a look and see. That way, you know, they can prevent these problems from, from happening to you just by looking around and making sure everything's good on your roof. Because Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785. Yeah. Bobby Brown. Get surgery. Close that gap. Let's go with every little step. Yo, baby. 653 KTSA. Trey Ware here. Ware and Rima coming up at 7. You ready, Mr. Rima? Yes, he's scrolling. He'll be ready in just a moment. He's on his way. Soon. 7 o'clock. So, that whole thing a second ago uh, about the FBI going to investigate mom and dads as domestic terrorists, we'll talk about that on Ware and Rima. But think about this for just a couple of seconds. You had these leftists funded by George Soros who followed Kirsten Cinema into the bathroom and recorded her while she was going to the bathroom, and then they harassed her at Reagan International, Reagan National, and then they got on an airplane and harassed her. They're chasing her down, harassing her for her vote on a three and a half trillion dollar deal. They're harassing her. They're going and screaming at her. Joe Biden said that's part of the process, didn't he? But if you go to a school board meeting and you tell the school board what you think about what they're teaching your kiddo, well, that's a domestic terrorist incident. <laughs> so let me get this right. You go in the bathroom and film a woman going to the bathroom, and that's part of the process. You go to school board meeting and you bring up CRT or anything that they might be teaching your kids that you disagree with. Hey, you're a domestic terrorist. I'm sending the FBI to investigate you. Did anybody else see all this? Yeah, is anybody else getting on the train here? Anybody else figuring this out? You can go chase a senator into the bathroom and film her while she goes to the bathroom and put it all over the Internet. You can harass her at the airport. You can harass her on the airplane. Hell, you can burn down half of the country if you're BLM or Antifa. You can do that. But don't you dare go to school board and tell school board how you feel about what they're teaching your kid because now you're a domestic terrorist. You can throw a bottle of urine at a cop in San Antonio, Texas. That's okay. We're not going to prosecute you for that as BLM did last summer. I know that for a fact because I have family members and very close friends who were hit by it. But that's okay, says Merrick Garland. That's part of the process. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But don't you dare go to the school board meeting. You go to the school board meeting and try to tell them. You try to get them to listen to you and know you're a domestic terrorist, Mom. Drove on down there in your minivan <laughs> wearing your yoga pants. Your very nice Crocs. At least they were dress Crocs. But you're a domestic terrorist wearing your dress Crocs and your yoga pants. I mean... Because that's what domestic terrorists wear. <laughs> Sports bras, yoga pants, and Crocs. That's a domestic terrorist for you. Hair back in a ponytail. <laughs> Just ran through bucks and picked up a frozen thing for all the kids so all the kids be nice and cool. 
going on down the school board just to let you know how I feel about you putting a face diaper on my kid for eight hours a day. I don't like it. I don't like the face diaper for eight hours a day. That's okay. You're a domestic terrorist. The FBI is going to come to your front door. Fear, intimidation, scaring you, trying to keep you from being part of the process. That's all that is. It's called political opposition. And when you're having a revolution, you have to stomp out the political opposition. You can't allow it to exist. Any political opposition must end. So we're going to have the federal agents, the guys that, that have the dark sunglasses and the badges, they carry them in their wallets and they'll flip it out and show it to you. It says FBI on it. Oh, and while they're showing that badge, that holster thing on their chest with a 38 snub nose is there. You remember watching Efren Zimblich Jr.? It's there too. Hey, I'm the FBI. What'd you do? You went down to the school board meeting last night? But you can certainly go and harass a senator in the bathroom, and the president gives his full approval by saying, that's part of the process. Uh-huh. That's real. That's not made up. That is the news of the day. More news of the day coming up with Warren Rima, our comments about... This Mike Bauer story that uh, Don was just playing a few minutes ago about the rising costs of fuel, it's going to have an implication for all of us. We'll talk about it.